What's going on, guys? AJ here bringing you yet another episode of this amazing podcast. It is AJ, the VP of Partnerships here at Mindstay and Technologies. I'm really excited about today's episode. I'm also slightly pissed. And I'm slightly pissed at myself because I did about a nine and a half minute amazing episode literally 30 seconds ago. And I said a few things and I mumbled and I stumbled and it just the the cadence of the episode on the back end of it just didn't go well. And I guess I'm angry at myself because I felt like that was a phenomenal episode and I probably still take some of the content and try to edit it in here, but I just wanted you all to hear it because I was, I was on a roll. I was objectively on fire. I was the Gary Vaynerchuk of HR, objectively true, right? So, um, but I messed up and I apologize and, uh, but maybe I'll edit it in here somewhere. So besides that, I'm doing well and I'm going to jump right into some of the thoughts that I had about today. So today I want to talk about going from 40 to 200, 40 to 500 employees and you're scaling within your organization and some of the HR operating models you must put in place to be able to do, to do that. Now, since MindStand is obviously a product and a tool that sits within the HR ecosystem, since obviously I am someone that sits within the business and HR and marketing and partnerships and employee experience and DE&I and finance. I mean, I sit in every industry because I'm such a dynamic human here. Um, and that's the last time I'm going to give myself any compliments. Um, but I do sit within the HR ecosystem as well. I think we as a company here can, can share a few thoughts and perspectives that, uh, that will make, make some sense here. Um, and so one idea that I have here is we are very excited here at MindStand to try to provide value to any and all HR leaders, right? That is objectively true. Not even value that objectively behooves us, but value that behooves them where they're trying to go. So if I'm a company going from 40 to, let's say, 150, the number one thing that I would put in place from our operating model perspective is how can we, do we, should we, when do we, how do we hire good people? Because if you're going from 50 to 200, hiring good people is so, 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 so vitally important. Now, everything that my stand and macro within my own career that we've been doing with Beyond Brand, with Engage, where we're taking leaders within organizations, forcing them to be more transparent, forcing them to be more honest, forcing them to be more true, you know, being, being real about how leadership decision-making frameworks are actually conducted, being honest about leadership change management, being honest about departmental change management norms, being honest about, you know, what the biggest challenges the organization faces today from a DE&I perspective and what the company is doing about it and how the workforce has responded, being honest about, you know, how you would describe the way you think about diversity and inclusion now over the course of time and how things have changed and complexities have, have influenced those changes you know, be honest about your salary increases and walk us through how you as a leader, you know, have any sort of impact when it comes to the raises and the promotions and the overall psychology of those moments. Being honest as an organization about details like that, right? Like that whole rant that I just did, those are details. Those are really important moments. Those are really important situations that a lot of people don't think about. Like a lot of people just objectively not thinking about these moments enough. And that's something that truly bothers me. And I just frankly don't get it too often. I don't understand how when you're trying to hire good people, you as an organization are not forcing yourself to be honest and raw. And so one of the pure base operating models would be, you know, I think zero to 40, you're scrappy. You're figuring out how to get people inside, inside the door. You're pushing hard for a product or service fit. You're trying to figure out your go-to-market strategy. You're trying to figure out your sales. You're trying to, you're trying to make sure your product is legit. Um, 
you're building foundations. You're building foundations. You're building out operations. You're building out processes. You're making a lot of mistakes. Your anxiety's high. You're vulnerable, etc. I know that game very well. But when you're going from 40 to 100 or 100 to 40 to 150 or 40 to 200, you're putting yourself in a situation then where you do have to put some operating models in place that are, are rigid. And so I think beyond branding and engage, like I just broke down to hire good people is the number one thing. I think also you have to bring some order to how you manage compensation. I'll give us a philosophy that's a little bit outside the box here. I've talked often and I've proved it. I proved it with my, I'll give you guys a little bit of a sidebar here. The Beyond Brand organization that MindStand knows well, that MindStand partners with, with the product Engage, we landed a $45,000 deal. That deal, that deal can be duplicated. So one of our targets, right, as a company, financially, it's a pure business, no, no people in this yet. Um, show you that I'm an E1B2 guy, employee first business, second guy. I'm talk about the business first. I'll throw you off for a minute. Follow, follow with me. That can be duplicatable. We know the process. Now, it's hard, right? I have to land the right partnerships. I have to work on pitches, decks, demos, make right relationships, Whatever it's going to be, but we know we can do that. We know we can walk into a company independently and do three different departments at scale, you know, 25 times a year, right? So 25 times $40,000 per client, $35,000 per client, $30,000 per client. You do the math, nice little business, right? And I know the margins on that. Now, within the margins on that, how I bring some order and how I manage compensation and the psychology that I want to give to you today is the following. Take a wild guess at what you think. Me personally, the founder of the company made on a $40,000 deal. I'll take a sip of water as you ponder that. I made maybe $7,000 on that deal. Right? Now, if that deal, it's not even about that, actually. Let me pause. Even though that tells you a lot, right? I, right now, I know founders and consultants and leaders that would have taken minimum 50%. Right? What I think compensation-wise should happen and the psychology that I want to see more embedded within the organizations in the world today, frankly, is the following. As that, as the parameter of where we wanted to go, barometer where we wanted to go scaled, in our mind, if we did twenty to 25000 of that, the numbers would have looked like this. I probably will walk home making... Probably, I probably would pay myself thirty-five to forty thousand dollars. My EAs would make six figures. My EAs would walk home one hundred twenty thousand, one hundred forty thousand in their pocket. My platform partners would walk home with a quarter of a million dollars. And I did that by design. They all gave me a quote. I knew what the market was, what I needed to pay my employees and my partners and my staff, and I tripled it. And I did that because. It's going to give you the answer of this second bullet point here. Bring some order to how you manage compensation. My psychology within compensation was always, number one, go above and beyond financially for my people. That will secure a certain level of psychological safety that most people underestimate. Secondly, I, want, I, I react to their personal context, which I know is hard to scalable, which I, which I know is hard to scale. I knew what Heather and Brian and Rasha, I, I knew all the individual um, needs and realities. And I reacted contextually to that. 
And I just think at a psychology level, more companies need to think about how can I pay my staff at the top of the bar versus the middle? How can I ignore data and go directly to my people and say, what would a ridiculous amount be for you personally? And we'll look into our margins. Because that was comfortable for me. It was comfortable for me in the beginning phases of the company. And I know this is very unorthodox. I'll give you a very unorthodox point of view that was very comfortable for me. In the beginning stages of that brand, I felt it was more comfortable overcompensating folks, securing psychological safety, because that what I'll be real with you, what that actually would do is that is that would actually buy me time to make mistakes. So, for instance, if there was something on the retrospective that didn't go well, I was able to reach out to Maria three or four more times than typical and kind of like be annoying and make sure we get our processes correct. And she gave into that because, I don't know, within spread out across six weeks, um, a total of maybe a total of maybe 20 hours and that's pushing it. You know, she walked away with 2,600 bucks. I mean, I mean, what's up? I mean, do the, I mean, that's, that's real, right? Like that's real is real numbers, right? EA walked away, you know, uh, editing, you know, editing editors and EA's walked away with four grand a piece. Like these are real numbers. And so what I'm, what I'm trying to explain is that I decided to overcompensate to free up bandwidth for like mistakes, sure up our operations and processes, secure engagement and buy-in. And I did so in all contextual formats, like each extra amount I gave was contextually um, motivated by their own personal circumstances. So it wasn't like, hey, I just get picked a nice round number. I really got to understand each person's situation. And I made sure the bottom floor would would secure everyone else's personal circumstances. Um, I'll give you one more that they say, sh- you know, folks should be thinking about. Um, they said, let me see here. What is it? Um, let me see if they give me another one here. I don't think they say so. Let me see. They said, as the company goes into year three, actually, this is interesting, 200 to 400 in staff, there is no stopping it. Meaning, if the, reput- if the reputation of the organization continues to grow and, rep- and revenues continue to, continue to increase, the company is clearly going to go from 200 to 400. Meaning, focusing on your hiring processes are more important and then focusing on your employer branding is even more important. So that's interesting. See, that's another one that's out of the box. I do believe at 200 to 400, the, the PR of what people think of when they, when they experience your company, figuring out aesthetically the, the in-person experiences, the online experiences, the everything from how you send your emails, how you approach first meetings, how your Slack channels are set up, um, what touch points you have, how deep and how contextual and how personal do you make relationships from day one and how humanistic do you make them feel? All of these factors have meaning. And um, yeah, so long story short, this episode was a little bit of a different one, but uh, I just wanted to give you guys the, the how as it pertains to um, operating model with scale. Um, I think at the end of the day, as you scale, as you go from zero to 40, 40 to 150, 150 to 200, 200 to 400, there are certain operating models and certain foundational structures you need to put in place that can help you scale. And I've done a little bit of that to a certain degree in my career. And I think, you know, my staying here, we want to be, we want to be a company that can give you a certain perspective that may be out of the box when it comes to these things. It's not necessarily what we do 
foundationally, but, you know, we have enough partners, relationships, team members, experiences, um, where we can put some content together to share some love. So hopefully you found this valuable. Uh, my name is Anthony, aka AJ, the VP of partnerships here at MindStand, and I appreciate you. And thank you for listening.